Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Real wolves are social creatures. They need and crave a group to belong to in order to survive and thrive. The same is true for your Minnesota Timberwolves. Now join host Henry Lake as he gets an inside look with another prominent member of the club. This is Life in the Pack. Welcome to another edition of the Life in the Pack podcast, where we talk to players past and present and executives with the Minnesota Timberwolves organization. I'm your host, Henry Lake, and today I get a chance to talk to a current member of the team who's turning a lot of heads in the NBA. Second year forward, Jade McDaniels, he joins us today here on the podcast. Jaden, it's a pleasure to meet you. So appreciate you having me. Yeah, pleasure to have you on today and talk some Timberwolves basketball and talk about you specifically. Um, it is so much fun for Timberwolves fans right now to watch this team win games and watching your personal growth as a player this year. Now, I want to go back to the beginning of the year. And at the beginning of the year on Media Day, I was sitting there in the crowd. I asked you about feeling the love from Timberwolves fans a year ago when you were kind of flying under the radar. But now you're making a really good name for yourself. Um, talk about and describe what it's like to feel the love for the fan base this year. Uh, I mean, it's a great feeling just to be able to see those fans cheering for you every day and like have like loyal fans. And then also just being able to look up, see like your jersey in the stands sometimes. So, like, that's just, like, for me, it's a dream come true seeing a little kid wearing my jersey wanting me to sign it. So, it's just a great feeling. That has to feel good. That has to be a dream come true. And it's, is it harder to go unnoticed in the city a little bit this year now that the, the team is playing so good? Yeah, I remember, like, last year I could do whatever, like, go to the grocery, <laughs> stop in. Now it's like, at least one person noticed me with, like, where was I at? Uh, Home Depot a couple of days ago. <laughs> it was like, yeah, good game. Like, he didn't even, like, he kept it cool, like, like he didn't know me, but then he just snuck it in. I'm like, all right, everybody's starting to know Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's got to feel good. Yeah, it's good. And especially with the, because uh, it's, it's, it's different now because we're coming out of the pandemic with the whole mask situation because for the last couple of years we're wearing masks basically every single day. Yeah. And now, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure maybe when you go out a little bit, you still might use yeah, it. Just kind of be, <laughs> yeah. be trying to disguise myself as wearing the mask, <laughs> even though I'd be saying no mask or whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you're 6'9", right? Yeah. 
All right. Six nine, six ten. All right, six nine, six. I was gonna ask that yeah. because it seems like you're still growing, man. Are you still growing in in, in terms of how you uh, feel about you know your yeah. your physical stature? Just because every time I see you, it seems like you're getting taller. Yeah, height wise, I don't know. I feel like I might have like an inch or two left, but you know who knows? Who knows? Where does where do you get your height from? Do you get uh, it from your mom or your dad? I'll say my mom. As most for my grandma as well. Hmm. And my grandma's six two, so she tall for a girl. Your grandma's six two? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's in the jeans, man. Yeah. It's in the jeans. All right, I've heard people talk about your body type, and they've talked about your game. And I've heard a couple of people even say, um, and it wasn't me, but people say that they remind that you remind them of Scottie Pippen. Mm. That's big-time praise right there. Um, I wonder who you patented your game after. Uh, for me, growing up, I kind of patented my game after, like, uh, like T-Mac, KD, Mm. Uh, PG, like more of those super versatile wings that could do both things, offensive and defensively. Yeah, I never really thought about T-Mac so much, but that that's a good comparison right there because he was a guy coming out of high school, super athletic. Um, yeah, he didn't go to college. He yeah. went straight to the league. And you were a big fan of his game? Yeah, I was, like, a big fan. And uh, just having my cousin, Jawan Howard, like, he was teammates with him as well. So being able to actually go watch him at a young age was cool. Yeah, so that was going to be my next question that I had to get to, right? Yeah. We're talking to Jay McDaniels here on the, uh, the latest episode of Life in the Pack. And, you know, they say that everything that you read on the Internet is true. But I saw that rumor. You just confirmed it that Jawan Howard is your cousin. Yeah. Um, on mom or dad's side? Uh, mom's side. On mom's yeah. side. Uh, at what age do you remember first kind of getting a chance to kind of talk to Juwan about uh, basketball and hoop and stuff? I was probably, man, I was probably like six or seven. And uh, he was probably on the Rockets at the time, I want to say. Okay. And they had came to Seattle, played against the Sonics, and he had uh, took me through the locker room and say, like, Yao Ming was on their team. Like, that's why I met T-Mac and a couple other guys. So that was one of the first times. You know, I got a kind of an interesting connection with Jawan because we are the same age. So he graduated from high school in 91. I was 91. Him going to Michigan, me going to Morehouse. Um, one of my college friends in my dorm, um, he was really good friends with Chris Weber. They went to high school together at Country Day. And so that freshman year when they were going to the NCAA tournament to get to their first Final Four, they had to go through the path of going through Atlanta. Oh. And so they had to come down. They, we went to the Omni. We hung out with them at, at practice. And from there it just became every time that they would come to Atlanta and kind of hang out, him and Jalen and stuff, yeah. we would get to know each other. And even when he got into the league and was playing with the then Washington Bullets, he would get us tickets and we'd go to the right. games and stuff like that. Just a really, like really my favorite guy out of yeah. the Fab Five. And the reason why was because he had this um, – this story that he would tell us about, you know, loving his grandmother and having that dream that he was, even though he left, yeah. he left after his junior year. He said, I'm going to go back. I'm going to get my degree. Don't worry about it because I always promised my grandmother I was going to go ahead and do yeah. that. I think, I think he's probably talking about, uh, we call her Big Ma. She's like 99. She had her 99th birthday this year. Oh, really? So, so yeah, she's still, she's she's still, still alive? alive. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Um, I always think that it's amazing to see family members and siblings in the NBA because we all have these stats. You hear them back when you're in middle school, high school, about how difficult it is to get to the league, and it is difficult. Yeah. But when you see Giannis and his brothers, when you see Steph and you see Seth, the Plumley brothers, just to name a few, what's it like to have your older brother Jalen in the league at the same time? Uh, I mean, it's super cool just to be able to have an older brother in the NBA and then him being here before me, it's like I know someone I could go to at any time, like for just instance, my rookie year and him having a rookie year as well, like things you go through, like 
adversity and things, just him being able to uh, give me his path and his stories that he went through. Are y'all close? Do y'all yeah. talk a lot? Yeah, we talk like every day. Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Now, if you're playing one on one, who coming out with the W? You coming out with the W? Or the game not going in? Like going to fighting or something? Yeah, <laughs> arguing? Some yeah, it's always something that happens in the game. But let, let me ask you about that. So we, when I think about your game, um, you're long, you're athletic, you're very versatile. Everybody's seeing how expansive your game is offensively now because you're shooting a lot more on the perimeter. You're knocking down three point shots. How would you describe your brother's game when you're, let's say you're defending him? How, uh-huh. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to push him to the perimeter? Uh, or are you going to allow him to come in the paint? Are you just going to get mean, ready? To- really, it's kind of it's kind of weird because like our play styles are like similar, but like if you watch, they're like like our mechanics are different in a way. I would say like for him, like he can shoot as well. So like I wouldn't really know like what to do. I'm just going to play him straight up, play him honest, really. Yeah. So yeah. you you feel like he's a versatile yeah, player he's as well. Yeah, versatile as well. Yeah. All right, so I was looking up some information um, about when you won a high school championship with your brother when you were a freshman. Now, tell me about having to try and shoot with your left because it said that you had a a Uh right elbow injury. No, it's crazy. That's not even like – That's not true? That's that's not a true story? So where where did that myth come from? uh, I actually hurt my elbow, like, but I was able to play, like, it wasn't an injury that would get any worse. I just had, like, a loose bone fragment type thing. Oh, okay. But it's crazy because I was on TikTok one day, and I just decided to type my name in, <laughs> and I seen a video, and it was me shooting left-handed. And I'm like, nah, that's fake. Like, oh, really? I think really? they reversed it. The, like, they flipped it or something. Like, yeah, I don't know how. And you I'm, got some yeah, real fans out yeah, here, I'm man. Like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I've never shot left hand. I can't even get the ball up left-handed shooting jumper. So, I don't know. This is crazy. How that is happened. crazy. Yeah. Wow, that is crazy. Well, you, you got the championship out of it. Yeah. All right, so when I saw you initially, well, I want to say about a week and a half ago, and asked you to come on the podcast, it was the first day that you got back from Cleveland, and it was uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like? Uh, I would say it was a good experience just to be able to go out there, do the media stuff, and then – I mean, anyone you could think of was there, just like the big stars, big NBA players. I mean, for me, it was just like, like shoot, first time there, is like eyes wide, kind of starstruck thing. But it was a great experience. You know, when I saw the the I guess the presentation at halftime, that really did blow me away with mm-hmm. all of the significant names that were part of the, oh, uh, yeah. the you know top seventy five. Did you get to meet any of the old school um, seventy five players that were there, mm-hmm. part of that? Yeah, I got to meet a couple. Like Gary Payton was our coach. Uh, I got to meet James Worthy as well. Uh, who else? Isaiah and some more guys, and then like some of the guys that are in the league that are also in the seventy-five as well. Who, who was the most impressive one that you met? Uh, I want to say probably Gary Payton, just because he plays Seattle, and then like he kind of remind me of Pat Bev in a way, just like the way they are, like off the court. Yeah, like they super cool, like. It's not how you would expect them just of watching them play. Yeah, we're talking to Jay McDaniels here on the Life in the Pack podcast. I'm your host, Henry Lake. And I grew up as a kid initially with no NBA basketball team here. Uh, the Minneapolis Lakers, they moved a long time ago to L.A. way back in the day. Then the Timberwolves came into the league in 1989. For you, it's different, though, in that Seattle, the Supersonics, they were successful. And then they moved to Oklahoma City in 2008. How did that affect you as a kid? I, you, uh, you're yeah. like, man, I don't even, you yeah, don't even like, like bringing it up. <laughs> man, it was just like as a young age, I didn't know why like they moved or anything. I was just like, I was just torn. Like, dang, I can't go watch an NBA game no more. Like, my dream to be in the NBA now. Now I got to drive two hours to Portland just to go watch the game. So, yeah, I mean, it was 
It was a bummer they left. I wish they would come back sooner or later. What do you think um, of Minnesota so far? Uh, I like Minnesota. It's just, you know, everybody says it's just cold. Like, I'm kind of getting used to it now. Like, when we travel to cold places, I'm like, I'd be good. Like, I've been in negative weather, so I'm used to it. But just being out here, I'm just starting to move around more. Just uh, like in the summer, I went on a couple of lakes, like Lake Minnetonka, just exploring just to see. I told you to get out there. <laughs> I went out there. I got in the water. Like, it was super nice. The lake probably the biggest lake I've ever been on. Yeah, and you know, and the reason why I asked that question is because we're just kind of coming out of COVID and this whole pandemic, and you literally got drafted mm-hmm. and played your rookie season in a pandemic, and, and now it feels like our lives are starting to come back. Yeah. And, I, and I know you've been to a, a Twins game, and, and we hung out there last summer. Um, you, you mentioned that you've been out on Lake Minnetonka. Anything else that you've had fun doing? Like, have you been out to, like, the Mall of America? Uh, Anything else? Yeah, I've been to Mall of America a couple times. I mean... It's, like, amazing there. Like, it's so big. It's just you could spend your whole day in there if you wanted to. But I have did those things. Uh, I've been to one of the soccer games before. It was pretty cool. So you've been like, on Allianz Field yeah. to support the United. Yeah, yep. it was, like, the atmosphere is different, just crazy. How would you describe yourself to the fans? Uh, I will describe myself to the fans. I'll say uh, laid-back, chill person. Uh, I got a little sense of humor at times and just – Kind of just chilling, be chill. That's all I do. Yeah, and, and and the reason why I ask that is because I think that for you, when people see you from afar, they look and they're like, "Man, he's shy. Yeah, you know, he nah. doesn't he doesn't say a whole lot." But you're really not yeah, that shy. Not. Like, I mean, you you don't you're not into like just talking just to talk. Yeah. But you got a great personality. Yeah, yeah like I feel like uh, it's just kind of me opening up as I get older. Just willing, how you say, just talk not to talk, but. Uh, feel like when I'm being spoken to, you hear my voice. Yeah. All right. We're talking to Jay McDaniels here on the Life in the Pack podcast. And I've never been to Seattle. Uh, yeah. You represent Seattle. What's it like there? Uh, Seattle, I'll say it's a super nice city. During the summers, it's just uh, during the fall and stuff, it rains a lot. But, like, uh, there's a lot of things to do, like lakes, lakes as well. Um, I'll say Seattle, like the downtown area, is super nice. It's, like, always a lot going on, just being able to see the Space Needle. Like, they got Ferris wheels, all type of stuff you mm-hmm. can do down there. Is is the is that perception or that stereotype real about it's always raining? Nah, it's real. It's real. <laughs> He's it's like, so it's real. real. Like, it'll, look, it'll be sunny outside, 10 minutes later raining, 10 minutes later sunny. Like, it's super bipolar. That's why I'll be saying about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, well, I, I better bring my rain jacket when yeah, I definitely get to Seattle. When, when, when I think of Seattle, though, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, the whole grunge music, that uh-huh. kind of comes to mind. I definitely Sir Mix, a, uh, Sir Mix a Lot. Yeah. I know Baby Got Back and all that stuff. But when you're hanging out with uh, going to the Twins game last year, you threw out the first pitch, and I was hanging out at that game in the, in, the, um, in the suite with you guys, you told me that you were listening to Little Baby. Mm-hmm. All right, so right now in 2022, what does Jaden McDaniel, what does he have in his musical rotation? Musical rotation, just artist-wise. Yeah. Little Baby's still in there. Okay. Little Dirk, Gunna. Uh, this dude called Babyface Ray. Okay. Uh, this person called Rio. It's a lot. Like I keep going. G Herbo. Yeah, it's a lot of them. It's a lot of people. Like I try to make uh every month or two. I try to make a new playlist on my iTunes. Mm-hmm. Like add like thirty, forty songs just for the for the game for the day, and I just listen to that. You ever go to any of the old school cats? And the reason why I ask that is because when we were in the pandemic and mm-hmm. that that part where we really couldn't do a whole heck of a lot. Uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland, they created the verses. Yeah. And, man, I was watching every single verse. Nice. I felt like I was at a concert every yeah. week. Yeah, I've watched the like, verses before or even, like, 
sometimes like I used to when I was young, I used to listen to Fifty Cent. I like Fifty Cent a lot. Like I could remember having a Fifty Cent T shirt, and my mom would never let me wear it to school. <laughs> like yeah, so sometimes I listen to Fifty Cent. All right, I think a lot of fans uh, feel like this team is built around you and Cat and Ant. Um, how well do you get along with those guys? Uh, I get well great with them. I mean, every day just knowing Ant from playing in high school against them and with them is just uh, just our relationship getting bigger. And then Cat as well, just uh, the first year, him just being, a, I would say, like a vet for me, just uh, looking out always and just taking care of me and anything I need. Who was the funniest player on the team? Funniest player, yeah, man, and and, and 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 it doesn't have to be like it, <laughs> yeah, funniest like funny in, in your in, 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 yeah, in your say, opinion, yeah. It doesn't have to be somebody yeah. that everybody thinks. Oh I'll well, probably say Jo. Jo just goofy. Like I could look at Jo and laugh type thing. Yeah, so Jo. All right, so you going with Josh? Yeah, Kobe. Josh. I got okay, Josh. okay. What type of um, person do you think Chris Finch is? And the reason why I ask that is because uh, I really like those. Coach Finch, we've uh, hung out a couple of times and just kind of talk more about like food and yeah. restaurants and places to go and stuff like that. And he, I love the way he designs and draws up offense, especially coming out of timeouts. He's able to get guys really good looks. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's a really good players coach. And the reason why I mentioned that is because one of the games last week, um, the opponent that you guys were playing, I can't remember off the top of my head who was who you guys were playing, but you had a lead. Mm-hmm. The lead got whittled down. Um, he called the timeout. And he made a connection with Malik. And you guys drew up something uh, for Malik to get open. Mm-hmm. And when they were trying to, the defense of the opposing team tried to switch, they weren't able to pop out on Malik. Yeah. He, got a, he got an open look. And Malik gave uh, Coach Finch a look and gave him a thumbs up like, thank you so much for you kind of looking <laughs> Thanks, out for me yeah. like that. So he just seems like the type of guy that all the players really appreciate. Yeah, like we all appreciate him. Like I would say something I noticed during games like, through adversity or even if we're doing good, like he never gets too high, too low. Like, and in those situations, I feel like that's great just because we all looking at the coach for answers and things. So like, if you would see him like going crazy or losing it, you know, you'll feel some type of way. But I feel like just him being level-headed throughout the game is like really good. All right. So one of the guys that I want to get on the podcast, hopefully here in the next couple of weeks, because me and him go way back like 20 years. So I, I got to get a funny nugget from uh-huh. you. If you got one, it's KB, Kevin Burleson. Uh, what, what's it like? What's it like working with KB? Yeah. KB cool. He just be, you know. Sometimes he lose track of time. We could call him a space cadet. Like he just be, he just be out there. Like <laughs> so, it's just like man, KB. He just does little things. You just be like, like what you doing, bro? Like, yeah. Type thing. But KB, now nah, he's awesome to work with. Like he always makes sure you get your work in. So I love it. All right, final couple of minutes here with uh, Jay McDaniel's from the Minnesota Timberwolves here on the Life in the Pack podcast. Now we mentioned your parents. Uh, originally from Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And then they moved to Seattle. Yeah. How many times have they been to to Minneapolis to watch uh, you play? They've been like, like I want to say, like three, four times. Okay. The last time we played Charlotte and Toronto, they was both out here. My mom and dad were here, uh, and then they came a couple times last year. We had fans. So yeah, that's interesting. Now that you bring it up, because they come here to watch you play a couple times, and I'm sure that they went yeah. down there to watch your brother play a couple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Okay, I got you, I got you. All right, the last thing that we do here on the podcast with every guest is we do these rapid-fire questions. Uh So I'm going to mention something. You just briefly give me your thoughts. Yeah. All right, living in downtown Minneapolis, especially with it being cold, is the Skyway system a lifesaver or not? Yeah, it's a lifesaver. Just for me, like last year I didn't have a car, so just being able to walk without walking outside was, yeah, it saved my life. 
All right, what is your takeout meal? Is there any place or is there any specific spot that you go to like this? You know, this is my go-to. Uh, either one, Steakhouse. Okay, yeah, I'd be, all right. I'd be in there. i get some mac and cheese. Uh, I just got on some new thing. I never had it before. It's called Wagyu Beef. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah but you gotta now. get you now. You also gotta get that from David Fema, and you know David. Oh, yeah, yeah huh? David's yeah, restaurant. Right he got yeah. I didn't try his yet. I'm yeah, go you there. gotta try it there. He's got this phenomenal burger that I've uh-huh. been getting for for the last couple of years. That's that's awesome. Okay. All right, by asking that last question though, I'm almost assuming like you don't cook. So I don't, yeah, I, don't yeah. I don't, I I don't want to assume no, that you don't cook. Nah, you can assume. <laughs> you cook, <laughs> I was gonna yeah. ask that. So you don't cook at all. Nah. All right. All right. Like. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> He's being honest. Yeah, Honesty is the care. best policy, right? <laughs> All right, if you weren't playing in the NBA, uh, what would you be interested in doing? Uh, I'll probably be in the NFL. Oh, so you big football guy. Yeah, I liked football Like as I grew up. like That's what I wanted to play before basketball. And like I remember playing. I was like six. I wasn't old enough or like met the weight enough to play yet. So I was just couldn't wait till the day I got to play. And then... Fifth grade, I got hurt, and I'm like, yeah, it's a wrap. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, uh, and the final thing is, who was your favorite basketball player of all time? Uh, Probably T-Mac. Okay, yeah. T-Mac. Who was your – who was your – the guy that you look at right now and on the on an opposing team, you look at him and you're playing against him, and you say, that's kind of the toughest guard that I've had to deal with in the, in the first couple of years in the league? Because there's a lot probably, of t- yeah. tough guards. Uh, I'll probably put KD as one and then Giannis at two. Gotcha. Just like, yeah. Got you. Well, Jaden, man, we're happy to have you here in Minnesota. Um, it's been nice to get to know you here the first couple of years, and we're looking forward to your continued success here in Minnesota. Thank you for having me. Really right. appreciate it. All right. Pleasure. Thank you. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 